This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. It's going to be a fire G-Bag Nation today. We're just having a great conversation with Brian Broaddus. Right? fire the G-Bag Nation? No, no. <laughs> In oh, a positive no. way. A fire edition oh. of the G-Bag Nation. Always a fire edition of the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you can see where my mind's been, Kevin, with all these firings happening around the league. Sure. And We're so- not trying to Mike Vrabel that thing, all right? I'm saying it will be a fire edition of G-Bag. You know what? Uh, go ahead. 877-881-1053. Text this in. Atlanta, Carolina, Vegas, Chargers, Tennessee, Washington. What are the top three destinations out of those current destinations and go ahead and text Mike. You have plenty of time. You have plenty of time to think about this as I dive into a topic that I saw Kevin, and I know you're going to love this on Barstool sports, (laughs) the similarities between the decline of Tom Landry and Bill Belichick. Oh no. And I don't like this already. The name Bill Belichick pops up frequently, even in discussions we have around here. Um, But like the, that's one of those things that's kind of sitting there is with the, oh man, with the Mike McCarthy thing is that if Jerry thinks he has a real shot at Belichick, that's a definite that he would go, he would want to try and make sure. that happen. So that's why that he's like, look, man, let's leave all windows open. Let's leave all doors open just in case I was born out here next to next to the stadium in California. We didn't have air conditioning. We just had windows open all the time. Do you think he heard Belichick's interview about, like, I don't have to pick the players? And he's like, all right, we, we already got people for that. You know what? I think that's a huge deal. I really do. But I don't want to discuss that at the okay. moment. All right? My, we'll we'll, we'll keep our, ourselves away from that. In his last year as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Tom Landry, who was 64 at the time, went 3-13 and 13 mm, in remember. 1988. You were there. I was. I went to the game for free. There was 20,000. Can you believe this as a Cowboys no, fan who's young? I can't. There were 20,000 empty seats every home game in 1988. It was a 60-something thousand stadiums, about, let's say, 65,000. Broadus honestly would know exactly how many. But every game I went in for free because my grandpa would hand four tickets that you'd have to rip. And I would be the fifth. I'd just be a little kid. And it was like there was 20,000 empty seats to sit in every game. Yeah. So he goes 3-13 and 13 in that season. Yeah. The worst record in franchise history and last in the NFC East. This year, 71-year-old Bill Belichick just finished 4-13 and 13 because there was an extra game. Yes. Last in the AFC East. Similarity. I don't, look, man, I'm not trying to, to stretch this too much, but this is that is one little kind of tie that the two of them have. 
scroll down a little bit here, Kevin. In his last two years as head coach, 87 and 88, Landry and his Cowboys went 12 and 21. Belichick's favorite or uh, Patriots 12 and 22 over the last two years. So again, he has not been fired yet or he has not been let go. He has said, I will continue showing up to the office until they tell me to stop. I think it's more along the lines of, uh, I'll continue to go back into the office. And <laughs> until they uh-huh. Tell me that I mm-hmm. no longer need it. Um, and then maybe he'll show some more personality. Uh, but yeah, so 12 wins in both of their last two years at the moment. Ooh. Landry began his career as a defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. Spending six years with the New York Giants. Bill Belichick served as the Giants defensive coordinator for six years from 86 to 91. This is amazing. Pretty much Tom Landry gets credit for zone defense. For the for the start of zone defense, Flex it, defense. The flex yeah. defense. The flex, was, yeah. He was the first person in the history of football, Tom Landry, to come up with some sort of defense that doesn't that do, that wasn't just cover that guy. Yeah. That you're going to cover areas. Which makes sense when you look at it, but also... This so is does, your zone. So does the forward pass to me, and they were like, what kind of magic Crap. is this? Now we got Didn't he also new... come up with the shotgun? Weren't the Cowboys yes. the first team to also so. go shotgun? Yeah. Tom Landry came up with the shotgun and zone defense. And didn't Tech... Sh- I might be wrong about this. I think Tech Shram said put the red lines at the 20-yard line, and we'll call that the red zone. I think that's right. I'm going to go back and look at that real quick. Landry was the head coach of the Cowboys for how many years, Kevin? 29 consecutive years, finishing his career 250, 162, and six. Six ties. Too many ties. That's a lot of ties. Belichick has been the head coach for 24 consecutive years, 266 and 121, as Kevin detailed yesterday in his wins and losses career. Landry won two Super Bowl titles, 13 division titles, and played in 12 NFL NFC Championship games. 12? 12. Belichick won six Super Bowl titles, 16 division titles, and played in 13 AFC Championship games. Landry lost his last game at home to the Eagles, 23-7, and Bill Belichick lost what would be his last game at home to the Jets, a division foe, 17-3. Overtime was like halfway through Landry's. <laughs> okay. And the other thing, too, is you could never go for two. So if you did score a touchdown and it, you were down by seven, you only could kick the extra point to yeah. send it to overtime. I think that was a really big deal because we were doing some research about Cowboys-Packers playoff history in the 1966 NFL championship game. Bob Lilly blocked an extra point to make sure the Packers were only ahead by 14 instead of 15. And that oh. was like a huge yeah, deal at the time can. because yeah. you're like, hey, it's only two scores now. So those are those are similarities between that makes me sad. what could be the end of Bill Belichick's career in New England. And they both dressed exactly the same on the sideline, too. No. Tom Landry would rip the sleeves off have, of his um No, his suit jacket. jacket. Have you seen that meme then that's like, Comparing Tom Landry to Mike McDaniel, and it says this is the downfall of society his, as a whole pants. based on two coaches. I'll tell you this. There's two things to go along with that. A, maybe Mike McDaniel's like me, and he doesn't like to have his sweatpants down past his knees because I just don't like pants that much. All right? I'll be honest. And, and, and I, undies. I feel like, yeah, and I feel like when I get warm, 
I just pulled my pant legs up on my sweatpants. Good. Don't I'm pull okay. your pants down. That would be a bad deal. Yeah, because I'm showing y'all the crack mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your shins. Frank. Anyway, the so but that is Mike McDaniel's. He hell? pulls his his jogger pants up to yep. his calves. I did that as a kid. I only wore sweatpants. Refused to wear anything else. Had like seven different colors of sweatpants. That's right. I also had shorts too. But then I would always, if it got a little bit warm, I would pull my sweatpants just below the kneecap. Yeah. And I was good to go. The I will say this with when they played the Jets, Robert Sala said, What's with this style? Because they coached together in San Francisco. Right. And he was like, What's with this style, dude? And Mike McDaniels said, this is, I must be really good at my job because I can get away with wearing my pants like this. Ooh, so now That's a bold response, which <laughs> yeah. I appreciate. He was really trying to take down, he was like, you and the Jets are getting today. All right, so here we are, Atlanta, Carolina, Vegas, Chargers, Tennessee, and Washington. Rank those. Oh God, I might have a controversial. Is there a new one, one being added in No, this? no, no, no. Okay. I, I might have a controversial number one. All right. I'm going to say it's Washington. I might be with you there. Oh, here's the thing. The four years of Ron Rivera, you stunk. The four years before Ron Rivera, you stunk. Your fan base is disinterested and they had to get rid of the owner. But you have an opportunity to get a brand new quarterback and reshape this organization the way you see fit. Like, I understand the appeal of the Chargers. I really, really do. But Mm. you get to hopefully pick your guy to be your quarterback and see how it goes. I guess I'm going to be a little hypocritical of myself because I'm not a big believer anymore in Justin Herbert. But I think if I am looking at all of those jobs right now, I would look at the Chargers and go, I already have a good quarterback. I I don't have to deal with a rookie quarterback. I'm dealing with a guy going into his Fourth year, if I do, I have those years right. I think that is correct. He's played three years. No, he's played no, four, four years. years so he's going into his fifth year. He's going into making a, a lot of money. But I guess I would go there. The other thing too is, and I guess I just need to know it better because Corey, I was with you. I thought Atlanta was going to win ten games this year. So if I think that yeah. they're good, besides quarterback, now the issue is to your point is if you're picking eighth overall, that doesn't give you a good chance of getting yep. a quarterback. So if I think a lot of things are in place in Atlanta, except for the quarterback, how well do I see that? Washington just, I don't know. They just worry me. I know Dan Snyder's gone, and I know that supposedly they have better ownership. And uh, I just, I still. You think he's still shadow controlling it? I don't know. You just, they're a crappy organization (laughs) and have been like, we can kind of not make fun of, but be disappointed with the Cowboys last 30 years almost. Literally, Washington the last 30 years has been some of the worst years of football in the NFL. I agree, and I, I will blame all of that on Snyder. So I will I will put all of that in his place. I think you're you could be right there. I mean, obviously if if they get if they draft a North Carolina quarterback, it's over. Trade That's May. all I know. Because North Carolina quarterbacks. Just because don't of pan Sam out. Howell and Ronald Curry, you're done with And okay. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Okay, yeah. that one hurts. I mean, the only person they've developed is Lawrence Taylor. So, man, I want a list of your schools. Even though that Julius are Peppers is about to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I want a list of your schools that are non-starters for college football. You're like, no, don't draft from there. I, I just would never draft a North Carolina quarterback. Okay. 
Drake May's off my board. <laughs> oh my God. So fourth round comes around for you some reason. You don't even care what he like how good he is. Yep. Don't You're, care. Doesn't matter. He could look like the off next Trevor Lawrence. The board. You're just oh, like done. God. Okay. I I Kevin, I, I will say I'm going makes. Atlanta one. Okay. And then Washington two. Uh, because I think Atlanta's in a situation where Arthur Blank really wants to be, he he wants to be competitive. He wants to be better. And maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong. I think Broadus actually would know a lot about how he operates because he knows some people that have worked there. But Is, is Carolina last then? Yes. Because they exhausted uh, their... No. Tennessee? Vegas is last. Oh, Vegas. Yeah. And here's why. I don't want to work for the Davis. I don't I, I like just, that. You turned him to the Ohio State. Yeah. I don't want to work for the Davis at all. That that he's like, the Davis. I understand in your face, Brad. I understand all the opportunities that come along with Vegas and what the Raiders brand brings and everything. But that thing, that dude, that whole that whole thing's just out of out of whack. As much as Washington has been, I'm with you. They're out of whack, dude. So no, I wouldn't want that one. I do want to play this though. I bet they draft Michael Penix. I could see that. I could see that. There was a time when it was just like whoever the fastest receiver was, that's who they're going to draft. Yes. But I could see that. They need. They have a need yeah. at quarterback. The they Dan Quisenberry of quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, I'm wonder- not sure if he's punting the ball or throwing it. Holy man. It's about where he throws the ball from. I'm going to go to cut nine real quick from Jerry this morning. Oh, yeah. This is Jerry Jones talking about when you try to get someone to return, is it just the biggest check? Or what? What makes the difference? Well, uh, you've got to have some logic behind why maybe uh, another year or two uh, would uh, change the scene for him and have a better uh, a better situation and better opportunities. So it's a combination of those things because if they were looking at a situation that would improve their finances, then that's something you have to t- uh, talk about and should talk about as well. But uh, uh, certainly that's, uh, uh, that's a, a part of it is uh, uh, if um, you uh, do uh, uh, want to keep somebody, then you have the ability to uh, uh, counter and, uh, uh, you know, counter it. But here's the thing that I want to make sure is the – I had a guy one time tell me, I went to see him about Exxon giving a, a contribution, a political contribution – for Bill Clinton, of all people. And the guy, I said, I know uh, he's returning for governor and you'll want to contribute to it, Exxon. And he said, Jerry said, uh, you know, uh, governors, senators come and go. Exxon's infinity. We're going to give you a little governor some money. (laughs) Exxon's infinity. So the facts are that I will say, including yours truly, the NFL is infinity relative to a story like that. And in a sense, the Cowboys are too. And all of us that get to be a part of this thing uh, come and go. And that's that was in regards to Dan oh, Quinn. Man. Will they pay Dan Quinn more to stick around? or And it basically is saying, you know, coaches come and go, but the Cowboys and the NFL are infinity. Maybe he'll just give them a little bit of that extra money to keep them around. But it's got to be logical for Dan Quinn to return. Like that's where he started sure. with that, but heck of a story there that involved Bill Clinton and the infinitism of infinite infinite infinitesimus infin, infinity infancy. Nope. 
nope. how everlasting mm-hmm. Exxon is. To your little governor right there. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we go around the NFC East. Micah joins Elite Company, but so do the Eagles. Let's talk about it next right here. on the. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, big third down and officially three for Washington. Big for both teams. Howell back to throw on third and three. Pressure's coming. Have a seat, son. Back at around the 20. Lawrence. Actually, Lawrence pushed the pocket, and Parsons, I think, got the sack. Indeed, he did. We will talk about Micah Parsons as we go around the entire NFC East. Always choose your own adventure in the NFC East. Would you like Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Commanders, or general NFC East information. Cowboys won the division. They won the whole damn division. Damn right they did. And that factors in a couple of different ways, is that is now officially 18 straight years in which there has not been a repeat winner of the NFC East. What? 18 consecutive years, the longest run in NFL history for a division to not have a repeat winner. Let's talk about Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons has 40 and a half sacks and is the fifth player since 1982 when they started, you know, actually putting in the work and counting sacks officially to have at least 40 sacks in his first three seasons. You will not see T.J. Watt on this list, but who is also on this list? Dwight Freeney, Alden Smith, Derek Thomas, Reggie White, and now Micah Parsons. That's pretty impressive company right there. Yeah, that's that's a group that you uh, do. All of those it's, guys have rings. It's very Luca like. Luca's on categories and list where it's literally like Michael Jordan, Oscar Robertson. Yes, right. And Mike is starting to do these yes. things. But to Corey's point, without going each and every one of them, you start looking at. Micah, are you looking? Yeah, yeah, you look at Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson or Oscar Robertson, who Oscar's one that just has one championship with uh, Milwaukee. And at the time, his name was Lou Alcindor, obviously Kareem Abdul Jabbar. But you look at it and you go, man, Micah to be on this list is awesome. But Micah to like be really respected on this list is going to need to have a championship. He knows that. He too, right? Like he, he. That's all he thinks about, I think, a lot of times. I know there's other stuff, too. but He thinks about stats. He thinks about a lot of things. He knows his stats. I think, Kevin, while we were discussing earlier him and Watt, 
So he tweeted out, it's really wild how many people can't differentiate the, between a good player and a, and a great player. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so it's kind of weird, something along those lines. So um, a dominant player and a good player is what it, what I mean. Um, but But he even said after he saw Jimmy Johnson and Michael Irvin in their moment, the the pop that they got from that crowd the other night, he was like, I want that. So that's where his mind is, is he doesn't want to just be a dude that walked through the the halls. He wants to be a dude that has legacy with the Cowboys. To your point, I love what you're saying. Micah Parsons, he can keep doing all these things and nothing against DeMarcus Ware. He's going into the Hall of Fame. DeMarcus Ware is not one of the greatest Cowboys of all time because yeah. you look at Bob Lilly and Randy White and – uh, you know, Chuck Howley. You start going to the defensive players. Obviously, Charles Haley was out there. Micah Parsons is better than Charles Haley. I, I feel confident in saying that. But Charles Haley will be a two-time Dallas yeah. Cowboys world champion who's in the Hall of Fame. If Micah plays another eight to ten years and DeMarcus wears this thing, it'll be like, it's great. You're in the ring of honor. You're a Hall of Famer. You're but awesome. you won't be yes. considered one of the greatest Cowboys of all time. And that's that's what will go along with a lot of these numbers is you will be like, that's fantastic. How do you translate to the next level? Because Cowboys outscore their divisional opponents by plus 150. That's the highest against the NFC East in franchise history. And you're like, great. I'm okay with 71 or 77 or 92 or 93 or 95, the years. Don't really care what the point differential was because you won the Super Bowl those years. And, like, to your point, maybe nobody epitomizes this better than Dak Prescott. He completed 31 of 36 passes this past weekend, which is bananas. That's his fourth game with at least an 80% completion percentage this season. That's huge. He's the first quarterback in history with four games in a season with a completion percentage of 80% or more. How many other quarterbacks did you say? Never. Hold Assuming but, but you throw how, the ball many, 30 though? times a game. But if, Never! Ever. So like one or no yes, quarterbacks have done one. that. One, Dak Prescott. Oh, you did it. Good job. This, Kevin, his That's completion it. percentage, according to pro football reference, is 69.5, nice, is the best of his career. He's been as efficient as he's ever been this year. Like that that number right there, pure efficiency. We look at Dirk nights, right? When Dirk would go out there and he would just hit 23 of 24 shots right. and be like, ah, we took it for granted. Wow, that would be pretty amazing. You know, right? And Dirk was like that where you'd just be like, God, he did, did he even miss tonight? 19 and 19. The but sixty nine and a half is his best of his career. He was as efficient as ever. Yep. With Mike McCarthy as his offensive coordinator, helping with some of the nuances of what he wants, what he thinks is important. And he has, and by all means, by a lot of metrics, this was the best year of his career. In the growth, the understanding of the position, a lot of really good things for Dak Prescott. This is really good. I, I hope it turns into something even more because. I could be I could be proven very very wrong uh, about what I said about midway through the season. Look, year. and I know people have said, "Well, why is he not the MVP over Lamar Jackson?" I'll guarantee Lamar you Jackson this. had a really good season too. Yeah, and I agree, but I guarantee if you're like, "Hey, Dak, do you want the MVP or the Super Bowl ring?" He'll be like, "Yeah, okay." You got serious? all the Super Bowl uh, rings I need. Yeah, I'll take the Super Bowl <laughs> ring for sure. And then Deron Bland. 
Nine interceptions this season. He was the NFL's interception leader. He's led the team in interceptions consecutive years. But also, this is the second time in the last three years the Cowboys have had a player lead the league in interceptions. Obviously, back in 2021, Look, it was Trayvon Diggs. It could come back and hurt the Cowboys in the playoffs. But isn't it amazing how little the injury of Trayvon Diggs hurt the Dallas Cowboys? Because at the time, didn't it feel devastating? And yes. it still could be. We yes. could get to a game where you're getting lit up and you're like, God, we need Trayvon Diggs yes. back. But it's the Cowboys did a great job of losing Trayvon Diggs and it not hurting that much. You are absolutely correct about that. All right. Do you want Eagles, yeah. Giants, Commanders? Hey. Eagles made the playoffs. <laughs> the Eagles did make Somehow. the playoffs despite two important bits of information. The Eagles turned the ball over four times on Sunday. Their turnover ratio for the year, they were a minus 10. So mm. if you're looking. Is that good? No, it's not. I bet they weren't minus last year. I bet they were plus 15 or more. I think you're probably right about that. But if you want to look at one stat to like really crystallize the struggles this team has had. Minus 10 in turnovers this year. I'm not a better, but that stat right there helps me also say this. I would bet money line Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's at home. I get they just won 9-0 to against Carolina. They are <laughs> not a good team. That was. They're going to beat the Eagles, and they are underdogs at home. I would. It's a small money line. I think you said it's plus like one twenty-five. So you bet a hundred, you win hundred twenty-five. I wouldn't worry about the points. I would just take Tampa Bay to win and get more money if they do it because I don't think the Eagles, as we went over yesterday, I just don't think they can beat more than three to five teams in the NFL this right now. The way they're playing right now. Well, this might help your point out, Mike. This is amazing to me. The Eagles are the first team in NFL history to start 10-1 and one or better and not get to 12 wins. Oh. How many other and teams did you say? None. One and the, ever. And the Eagles. only way that you would say, well, I get it, is if their quarterback got hurt. And I get that that Jalen Hurts isn't 100% healthy. I totally get that. The but finger, the yeah. And if you look at their schedule, remember what we were looking at? New York, Arizona, New York. And they went one and two in that situation and barely won that one game. They're horrible. Right now, it's hard this to argue is, with any of that. This is I I would love to see this matchup just to see the two worst teams in the playoffs play each other. They're from the same state. Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia. I don't know. It might end up being Oh, a, give me the Steelers, man. Give it might me be the a Steelers. tie for 17 hours. And we're like, this is the never-ending game. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go? You want to go Giants or Commanders? I guess the Giants were better than the Commanders this year. Well, really, they have a better. They're the fifth. They're picking fifth. Oh yeah, and the Washingtons are picking second because Tommy DeVito beat the Green Bay Packers. I don't have any problem with it whatsoever. I know when people like to complain on social media, some people didn't like that. Uh, you said the Giants. All right, let's stick with the Giants. I was going to tell you a commander stat. I'm sorry. That Daniel Jones is expected to be their QB1 again in 2024. That's awesome for the Cowboys. That's two wins. It is, isn't it? Do you think that's just because they're like, hell, we put a lot of they, money and draft capital into We this. all knew how stupid it was. Like, everybody around this time 
last year, they'd made the playoffs. The Giants made the playoffs, and we're like, this is really good for the future of the Cowboys because they're going to stupidly give this guy a pretty good contract extension that they can't get out of for a few years. So I totally get what they're saying. They got a ride with a below-average quarterback next year. They do. And then after that season is over, I think they have a better chance of getting out of it. And I think this, maybe I'm wrong, I think they're going to be picking in the top five next year too. Ooh. Which would help them recover. Because when you have the fifth pick, as they have right now, and the ability to trade up, I'm, maybe Chicago does go with Caleb Williams and Washington picks uh, Lawrence Taylor. And then – Is that who you're saying? Then, because they yeah, both went to – okay. Yeah, and then – or, I don't know, Eric Montross. You might as well take him at your, as your quarterback. Is And then New England will probably okay. take a quarterback too. I'm assuming Daniels out of LSU. Then you'd be stuck without a quarterback. But they do have a chance at five to trade up and get one of those three quarterbacks possibly, but – I think they're going to have to stick with Daniel Jones one more year. And as a Cowboy, you want them to be good enough to go like 6-11 and 11 or 7-10. Yeah, and 10. and then they're, they're like the Los Angeles – or sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. And then you have to trade up if you want to get an yeah. elite quarterback potentially. The, they were, that organization is so miserable that Wink Martindale, when most coaches Just are like, it. I want to keep a job, yeah. Wink Martindale said, I can't anymore. He said, I can't. I'm out of here. He's like, I'm done. We're out of time. Do you have the Washington one you want to get in? Yeah, give us that Washington stat. Washington one is amazing. I want to talk to you about Montez Sweat. And I know you might be thinking, hold on just a damn minute. Oh, yeah, and rub you the right way. Montez, that is... Are you talking about Keith Sweat or is this somebody... Okay. Is Montez Sweat... I think so. ...has become the first player in NFL history to lead two different teams in sacks in the same season. He posted six and a half sacks for the commanders to lead them, then went to the Bears, had six sacks, leads them as well. So Montez Sweat led two different teams in sacks this season. That's impressive. MVP. That's very well, I don't know <laughs> about pretty, that. That's amazing. The, maybe team MV, the like team Agreed. MVP or something like that. Sign off on it. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, let's chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Right here on 105.3. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The fan. Trying to get it back to Hunt, but that pass is intercepted. And Steele shorthanded for Dallas. Back to Faxer. He scores a second shorthanded goal tonight. Four this season by the Stars against the Wild. And it's 3-0 Dallas. 
Can't see Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. The stars getting work done. Matt Murray getting the shutout. And you just heard special teams getting work done there as well. Right now, courtesy of DM Leasing, it is time for our chit chat with those fellas from the G Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific, Heggy. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you very much for asking. I was curious because we touched on this just a little bit is how catastrophic is it? to the Grizzlies, where originally it was, oh, John Morant's going to be out tonight because of shoulder soreness. And then that quickly evolved into he needs surgery. He heard it in practice on Saturday. He's going to be out for the year. Yeah, it is devastating. You know, I I think the the only silver lining is that they're probably looking at it as a a great opportunity to draft a good player. Right. Uh, And and they know, hey, look, John Morant came back and was awesome. Um, He was. Now we just got to wait uh, eight or nine months again before him to do it some more. I think the good thing if you're a Memphis fan, which there might be two people listening who are, is it's not Derrick Rose injuries where he's it's a little bit of a Derrick Rose career. You see the greatness, but then obviously he caused his own issues with the gun stuff. But now the injury to the shoulder, you would think that's way more rehabable than when Derrick Rose looked like the next best guard in the NBA kind of history but it was knees that did him in, and he couldn't overcome all the lower half, all the lower leg injuries. So I look at John Morant, and he's so fun to watch and so great. So if he can mature you know, off the court and then become healthy, he is one of the most fun players that you like. If he's in your town, he's one of those few guys in the NBA who you say, I need to buy a ticket to watch this guy play live. I'm glad Cowboys didn't get that news about Gilmore. Oh, thank goodness. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. yeah. That would have been that would have been one of those, you know, hey, I feel bad for the the Memphis Grizzlies there. They they played a lot of games with the first 25 without him. Yep. You know, and they kind of that's who they are. And so, yeah, hopefully like you said, Mike, it's not a knee injury or Achilles injury. It's something that you can rehab, get better. Hopefully uh he'll come back. But man, I when you start talking about shoulders and hurt, I was thinking, man, did the Cowboys dodge one with Gilmore there? I guess they were six and three with him. I mean, they they seemed to like maybe they were hitting their stride. Could they possibly get into the play in tournament by the end of the year? But it could be a blessing. I mean, maybe yeah. they are in position to get a good lottery pick and they can add a star next to him. I think that they have a lot of money. Their owner is a lot richer than Cuban. I know Cuban's not really the owner anymore, but I just wonder if they try to do this the way uh, I'm going to use uh, the Celtics as a. Uh, idea here because they use like a pick like this and they went and got Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett now I know not just one pick but I could see Memphis going if if jaw comes back healthy and you have Jaron Jackson and you have Desmond Bain let's use this top five pick and go get something from another team rebuilding and we can add a great veteran to add to these young talented players now Mike said in crosstalk and earlier in the show that Maybe not all college football is for you. Is that a fair assertion? I, just, I hate saying this. I, I, My wife, after she came back from a meeting last night, I was watching the college football game, flipping between, you're going to like this, Corey. I was flipping between Raw and the Stars game and the national championship game. I just, for some reason, it's just me. It's a 
Millions and zillions of people love it. I'm just not that into college football. I find myself getting bored watching it. Just quick note, I'm Kevin. Yeah, I'm Corey. Sorry. Yeah. I actually thought that was pretty cool the way he looked at you, but said, Corey, you're going right. like this. Dude, there's a no-look pass. Right? You didn't get it. No yeah, look, you didn't get man. my okay. corner my, over here. My, 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 my <laughs> real Matthew Stafford. I do that. If he had his Mahomes jersey on, I'd understand <laughs> yeah. what he was doing there. You're, you're now my Cal and Jake. I call them the wrong name all the time. Hey, I, I, did, I did want to point out, I saw on Twitter – a uh there's a tolo already here and i don't know if you guys when y'all were coming into the station if there were already tolos wa- downstairs but there is at least one tolo already here for tonight's event hell yeah uh Damn. So, yeah he he said i got here a little early can y'all stop by and say hi on the way out so we're gonna stop by i'm gonna for five bucks i yeah. like the idea of a tailgate for this yeah you know just gather the bros the that, george foreman's is and, that gonna trickle its way up to 11 and dude, just get going in here you start I the crawfish so. boil downstairs and then yeah. just bring it up here and do it in the absolutely. studio absolutely they can yeah. use those indoor smokers yeah that's right thousand bucks thousand bucks what otherwise known as vape pens i don't know if this is a good <laughs> idea to openly discuss on air but let's see what happens all right Corey says he touched the World Series trophy. You're not supposed to. The World Series trophy. Oh, no. The World Series trophy will be here Corey's one of the only sausage fingers on that trophy. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) Along with Josh Smith, along with Josh Spores, it's a free event. You should not touch the trophy, right, Zach? Yeah, you should not do that. Why why would you? I don't know. Why did you? It was just like, all right, I'm going to switch sides real quick uh, because I took a picture with my fiance, and she says, this is my better side. You need to go over there. Did I maybe graze? Was it just a grazing? Yes. When you have the opportunity to do it, how could I not do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But don't do that. Uh, You should not make the same mistake that Corey and I clearly have made. What makes a side a better side? I don't know. I never understood that either. You know, all our faces are, they're not the same on each side, right? Okay. I, I in a way, yes, but in a way, no. I, I've you have two different faces, just on on okay. each side of your yeah. face. Did you ever stand a certain way for your baseball card? No. Like, just, no, go, go left. He did said, you, "Just catch you, me in action." Have your hand in your glove, kind of. What, what's your whatever they card? told me to do? It's like, like a. It's yeah, a. What was your pose? What yeah. do you call that? It's. It was just a. I I know this is a bad way to say it because you guys are gonna make fun of me, but it's just like a train when. You do the the morning pictures. One day in spring training, one of the first five days in spring training, there's like 30 different people there. Let's say Tops, Panini, whoever, all these different places. And you just keep going from one to the to the next, to the next, to the next. So you're just like, whatever That's they the tell train. you to do, if they're like, stand like this or lift your you leg up, it. you just do it and you get done with it. How long till you were beat down? You make it sound like after like the first or yeah, second one. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you're beat down that you know that the first 30 minutes of your day is picture day. That's why when you do look up at the scoreboard and you see the guys miserable looking, yeah. it's 730 <laughs> in the morning in Florida or Arizona and you're just taking pictures. Mike, did you ever take a picture where you didn't have your jersey number of the on the card it was an oh my uh for if you see some pictures of my eight by tens with the rangers where i'm just doing that it's just number 48 i'm not 48 (laughs) that's the size of the jersey i have on (laughs) so so like if somebody's wearing number 52 and they're like they're not 52 on the team they're just wearing jersey size 52 for the picture was there no part of you like the first time you shot for a baseball card or team photo you're like let's do this no, it's cool when you know Tops is there or whatever. I mean, you get a whole $5 check to sign that uh, contract. That's uh-huh. why I think Jack Leiter doesn't have a card yet. I think that his dad said, don't sign the $5 check just so that they can make cards of you. True. But I was fine with it. I'm like, I'm. this is awesome that they could possibly make a card of me.
And I, I do suggest, Kevin, don't touch the trophy tonight. Don't touch sure. it. Get a picture with the trophy. And if you bring your significant other, you can ask her to step aside so you can get a picture by yourself with the trophy. So you don't have to get your bad side while she gets her good side? Yeah, I, I told Adrian, I was, like, to I was like, hey, let oh, me get no. one yeah. with just me in the trophy now. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And she wasn't too happy about that. And we've been married for a long time, and I thought that was going to be a moment. Yeah, of course, home. you're not going to dump her. But <laughs> a, a boyfriend-girlfriend situation downstairs, now you're going to have an awkward situation with that picture for the rest of your life. Yes, exactly. You might, you're going to marry somebody else five years from now and have to hide <laughs> that World Series picture? No. This is a serious question. Have you guys ever been in a family situation? Yes. Where they, they ask somebody to step out for just a second? Y'all like, so been dating for like four or five months. This might not work out. Yeah, it's kind of weird you're even here, to be honest. Yeah, the whole family's Linger. here, including the cousins we haven't no. seen in a while. Can you step out for one second? Then you can come back in in case it works. Yeah. You got to get both pictures, right? Just in case you're like, oh, I've been married out. for 30 years and knew it all along. Hey, the Myers family, which I'm married into, they have weird situations where the they're already divorced and the divorced person's back at Thanksgiving <laughs> or Christmas. You're like, That's love div- right there. You guys are divorced, right? Like, Yeah. And the then you're here. At the yeah. best pies. Yeah. It's the way it is there. By the way, ask Mike. Have you if, met my new wife? <laughs> ask Mike if he considers. The whole family is uncomfortable. You also don't consider those people your family, though, do you? Well, Grandma Bassick taught me blood is blood, and the person that marries into the family is not true blood. <laughs> That's fact. It's false blood. That's fact. What do you guys got coming up Their on new the program blood today? That can be cut out very easily. Oh my God. Pure gold as always. Thanks for asking, Hagee. <laughs> Uh, think yeah, we got uh, Calvin Watkins three twenty. All right, looking forward to that. I know him. Roll, Jesus. sweet sweet man, he is. Roll home with the G Bag Nation. We have in oh, the case special station announcement at five twenty. Ooh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Remember tomorrow at eight a.m. Rob of ESPN is going to be on. Oh, Rob Domofsky. Yeah, I love everybody that guy. knows him. Yeah, give me a huge. Who team. doesn't know him, Mike? Me. <laughs> <laughs> 520, special station <laughs> announcement. I feel like we should have been told about Sorry, this. Sorry, 520. 520. <laughs> Big announcement. 520. Off to a horrible Hagelin. start here today. To Best finish off, just say only Hagelin blood. Whoever's left from this show will be back tomorrow, <laughs> 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Good night, Kevin. That's the announcement. Good night, Kevin. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.